you have to show up as who you are and you will attract people who like who you are rather than people that you don't want to work with. Hey everyone, welcome to the Self-Employed Journey Podcast. I'm Cami Powell, your host, a self-diagnosed serial entrepreneur, successful business owner, author, and mom. I'm also a student working towards my PhD in business, driven to lead a movement of increasing small business success rates through an epidemic of failures. So each week, I'll be dropping new episodes filled with inspiration, motivation, tips and tricks to help you thrive and survive through the crazy world that is small business ownership. I've lined up some pretty phenomenal guests in a variety of industries that are ready to share their own secrets for running a successful business. Whether you're self-employed or you want to be, make sure to subscribe for updates on new episodes as they're released. Let's do this. My question, because this is what's really stood out to me over the last couple of years, is as we go, oh, well, I'm going to continue doing this because I know it works. Have you had to make any shifts with that? Totally. Yeah. It's a never ending process of adapting, especially with real estate. Obviously the market now is totally different than it was two years ago. Right. And so systems and procedures have to constantly be evolving. You can't just make it and be like, okay, I'm good now. You're constantly evolving and staying on top so that you don't ever get behind. But part of that too is as you continue to grow, making sure that you're adding in support so that you can continue to have the freedom that you've developed by trusting the process. Okay. So I was going to ask you this, like who's on your team? Who can you not live without? So four years ago, I hired my first part-time assistant and um, she worked with me for about a year, just pretty minimal part-time. And that's when I really started to figure out what are the things that I can let someone else do? And she started to do those things. And over the year, she got more and more responsibility as I could figure out the things that I was willing to let go of. Then the second year, I actually converted the program that she was using with me and opened it up for three other brokers to be able to use her too. So I was sharing her, I systematized her. Yes. And (laughs) brought her on as a full-time employee, but shared her expense with three others. And it worked really well, but then COVID and we didn't develop it further for a year. So she supported me and three others for the first year and a half of COVID. And we didn't make any forward progress to okay. developing it, it further, but it worked. What she was doing worked. Right. Well, then I doubled my business in 2020 <gasps> from the year before. I have goosebumps. No way. <laughs> In 2020, when everyone is freaking out, I don't even Mm -hmm. remember 2020. (laughs) You doubled. I'm speechless and I literally have goosebumps all over. That's incredible. I I leaned in when everyone else was backing away and it worked. Okay. I love this. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. What did you do? What were you doing in 2020 that everyone else was not? So... There were record low sales, right, in the real estate world because people were scared. People didn't want strangers in their home. They also didn't want to move because that was scary too. But what I started doing was being a source for information and a source of comfort for people during unknown times. So 
I have always done a monthly email newsletter. I started doing it every week and I developed a toolkit for landlords. I just started creating education and putting information and education out there. And the people who were moving were calling me because there weren't very many of them. Wow. But it worked. It attracted them because I felt like a trustworthy, smart person that they could work with during a really scary time. So that worked when everybody else was like filling their pantries and sitting around watching Fox. Yeah. I was sitting at my computer analyzing statistics and writing newsletters. That's huge. So you really built, you continue to build on the relationships and then even grew more relationships because you were providing this value that no one else was giving. Yep. That's That's incredible. That's exactly what happened. So then at the end of 2020, I was like, okay, I need somebody full time. And so I ended up hiring someone different because I didn't want to take Anna, my assistant, away from the other three people that I was sharing her with. Right. So I hired a full-time assistant who just happened to be one of my best friends, which was the best thing ever. Right. And I have one of those um, too. (laughs) I know. We worked together really well. And I say worked because today was actually the first day that she started training her replacement. (gasps) So I'm kind of sad about that. But she used the skills that she developed through helping me systematize my business even further and is now going to get to use those in line with her passion. Real estate's not her passion. Okay. But she's going to use the same skills that she developed by helping me build my business to help Mm -hmm. somebody build a business that's in line with her passion. So I'm so excited for her. So cool. Yeah. So cool. So switch to a full-time assistant for just myself in 2021 and and now I'm transitioning to a new one for 2022. And throughout the hiring process, I had so many amazing people to choose from. A really smart friend of mine said, why are you not hiring? In the end, I was having to pick between two. Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you not hiring both? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're right. I probably should hire both. So I, I was <laughs> able to offer a different opportunity to the other one. And she in March is going to start shadowing me to potentially start working with me as a buyer partner. So she'll start helping me serve buyers so that we can serve more buyers. Because I'm at a capacity. I helped 52 people buy and sell homes last year. And I can't do any more by myself. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love just the feedback of, and I want people to like hear this and know, like bounce ideas off of friends. And like, Mm -hmm. sometimes someone will have some incredible thought or advice that you'll go home and you'll just kind of sleep on. You'll go, yeah, why don't I do that? Why didn't I think of that? Totally. Why didn't I think of that? That's the number one thing. Like, why didn't I think of that? I'm so smart. And then you're like, but you know what? That's why we have teams and that's why we have people around us. Because we yeah. cannot do all of these things by ourselves. No. So yeah. that's super so cool. So then I doubled my business again in 2021. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I mean, do you ever just sit and go, okay, hold on. Did you ever think you would be at this point? Well, the funny part is when I first started working with Jenny, when my friend asked me to get my real estate license, the ninja thing I told you about, it actually is a training program and they call it an installation because they install this 
process and mindset into you over three days. And when I took that, they make you set goals and stuff. And one of my instructors was a woman by the name of Lena Mall. And I looked at her and thought, I want to be her. I'm going to be her someday. Well, believe it or not, also during COVID, I switched offices. So Uh Whatcom County is owned by one owner, all five offices. And while I have loved being there, it was not the best place for my entrepreneurial spirit to thrive Mm -hmm. because a lot of real estate brokers are just happy with servicing buyers and sellers every day. But that's not the end for me. Like I keep thinking bigger and bigger and I'm like, okay, what's next? Well, this year I did an Airbnb. Yeah. And that was an amazing personal project, but it flowed into business as well. And I have other dreams and aspirations that I won't necessarily get into today, but because of COVID and the ability to work from anywhere, it allowed me the opportunity to associate with the leadership that I've always dreamed of being associated with. And now the owner that I work for is Lena Mall. What? was my instructor at my very first ninja installation. No way. That's so just- my office is actually in Linwood, which is really weird. But I don't do any business south of Skagit. Okay, so how often do you go down there? So you're really like home base now. So you're working from home and you're doing all this and you're working under this lady that you were like, mm-hmm. I want to be her. I want to be like yep. her. This is yep. my goal. So it's a 360. Like now is she like considered one of your mentors? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. She's the owner of my office. And she's like, if I had to say I had a boss, she's my boss. So yeah. Wow. Awesome. This is so cool. It's like, (laughs) this is so this is like my favorite part of doing these things is just like, okay, look at how everything just went back where you've come from. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Literally, we're back here. And then okay, I'm very curious about is it Jeff, the guy that came to you and said, Oh, we're gonna work together at some point? Mm -hmm. Have you? Yeah, yeah. So to circle back around on that story, when Jenny asked me to get my real estate license, I called Jeff and he was like, I told you so. (laughs) And he was so excited. Well, I was working down in the Seattle area until my now husband had an opportunity to move work to Bellingham because that we were like, we're going to move back to Bellingham as soon as we can. So I was down there for less than a year. And as soon as I had the opportunity to move up here, then I transferred my license to the Whatcom County Windermere office. And so at that time, then I was working officially with Jeff and Uh we've never ran our businesses together or anything like that, but we still call each other on a weekly basis and check in and he's had some trials and tribulations over the years. And so have I, and just been there to support each other through things. Our roles have switched a little bit from time to time because I've really become a residential real estate expert Yeah, and he does do some residential work sometimes. So he calls me and asks me questions and I love it. How cool is that? You're it's like, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, well, I wanted to touch on like a little bit of the mastermind group and like how that is different from these mentors that you have. And mm-hmm. would you recommend- What role they put? Yeah. Like, how can you like express that to the listeners? Like, what is this mastermind group to you? And how can others find something similar? So the mastermind group that we are both back in together again, was my second group of like minded people. 
that I had been a part of throughout my, well, actually that's not true because I was actually asked to be in like a business owner's marketing group when Mm -hmm. I owned my store. I was in that from Village Books and really cool people, which was amazing. But okay, so that was sort of my first experience in a group like this. Well, then I started one when I was new to real estate because I knew the power of networking. Yeah. And for me, it was that group was really just about like, how can we share business, but also help each other grow as business professionals. And that one just got kind of full of multi-level marketing peeps, which I love those yeah. peeps. Yeah. But it's a different deal, right? There's different problems and different things that you, that they need support on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that one fizzled, which was totally fine. And then I was invited to join the one that we're in now. And I felt like we really shared business too, which was awesome. Like genuinely wanted to share referrals with each other. Mm-hmm. But that only works if you actually like each other. Yes. Right. <laughs> and actually believe in each other's value. Yes. So I don't know how we necessarily got that, except for being intentional and in who was added. And I think we still are intentional. Like we just had a new conversation about mm-hmm. somebody new to add, and we're intentional about it. You have to make sure that personalities are going to mesh and mm-hmm. that the businesses are going to be able to correlate enough took step back and go, okay, we're going to talk about marketing. Yeah. If we're talking about marketing today, can everybody apply yes. the topic to their business? And that's important. But when I stepped away from the group that we're in, it was because I was craving connecting with other top producing women realtors. And I wasn't doing that at all. So mm-hmm. like inside my own industry. Yeah. And I just felt like I had too many commitments. So I stepped away to create something else. And that has turned into something amazing too. So I do think that's also important to collaborate outside of your business type, like on a mastermind level where you're just talking about a topic and how it can relate to everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to look inside your industry and collaborate. Don't you agree? Oh, I 100% agree. And I love that you bring that up because I think a lot of people will see, so say in your industry, all the realtors as competition. And I don't see it that way. And it sounds to me like you don't see it that way, that it's very much, you cannot know everything. You cannot know everything. And so as you're building your network, you're building the people within your industry around you, building those relationships and becoming friends with these people. Like, these are your people, like they're doing Mm -hmm. what you're doing. And guess what? There's some things that they may do better than you. And so let's, let's learn from those, learn from them. And also if you get a client or you get someone coming to you that just isn't the right fit, you may know someone that could be, and then that's an even better way to help someone is to go, you know what? I'm not a good fit, but like this person would really be a good fit for you. And so building that community it's incredible. And I think that's a huge lesson for everyone is to just know that like your people in your industry are, you can look at them as competitors, but once you turn around and you look at them as they're on your team, how can we work? It's game changing. Your business will change dramatically. Yes. Right. It's been awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's Um, so cool. A great source for that too. If you're wanting to collaborate outside of your area is sometimes feel safer because they aren't in your direct competition, at least for real estate. I think with any industry, if you look outside of your city, 
yeah, to, I mean, for, to collaborate, it can feel safer. But the way I created mine was I actually looked on Instagram yeah. and was like, who are the other women that inspire me on Instagram? Who is it that I like what they're doing and how they're showing up on Instagram? And I just randomly started reaching out to them and building a relationship with them. Yeah. And then I sent them an email and asked them to join a mastermind with me. How many? And every single one of them said yes. How many? So there's six of us in the core original group. And then a few of us just broke off into another group where it was more like more innovation, more social media, a little bit different than some of the other, I don't want to say older, but the realtors that have been in the business for 30 plus years, they they are doing business a little bit different than us. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, yes. I think that as each generation gets into the workforce or into business, yes. it's they bring it something different. Yes. And, and uh, they have value in yeah. different ways. Yeah. Totally. 100%. So, yeah. But yeah. then for us to respect that and them to respect that and then to know, oh, well, we're going to, we're going to try this. And it's interesting to me that you said you went to Instagram because I was going to say for those of you that like want to try to start to build something, I was like, start with social media because look yes. at what we have that we didn't have 30 years ago that yep. we can connect with people in China if we want to like, mm-hmm. you know, international, I don't know, you know, whatever anyone is doing or working on. I mean, there's tons of opportunity with social media. So for you to use that is awesome. Did you start that in 2020 also start networking with them? Yes. Yeah. That was in 2020 as well. That's incredible. I love this story. Actually the end of 2019, we started connecting before COVID, okay. which at least we had like a basic relationship built. And then yeah. we actually leaned in to, to each, each other. other during COVID too. That group was who kept me above water. See, we started meeting weekly. That is what it's all about is Mm -hmm. connection. And you've said this multiple times and it's been about your business, but it's everyone's business and it's connecting on making sure that you're there for people when they need it and that they're Mm. there for you and you're getting the right people in your corner. Because if you were in the wrong group, who knows? You just wouldn't have the connection. It wouldn't be valuable. Yeah. It's harder to keep yourself up when you're surrounded by people that aren't doing the same. Yes, totally. Is there anything that you would like to share for others that may be thinking about going into real estate or starting their own business or doing their own thing that you just feel like is the number one thing that they need to know? I wish that I would have asked for the opportunity to be an assistant or have a formal mentorship relationship with a broker to start with. There's just too much about this business that you can't learn unless you're watching or listening to somebody else do it. And we work independently. So the only way to absorb those things is on the other side of a deal. Yeah. And if you end up with the wrong person on the other side, if you're representing a buyer and the other agent's representing a seller, some of them are not going to teach you or tell you anything and you're going to get worked over. Yeah. So if you are interested in getting into real estate right now, my number one tip would be start following authentic agents on social media, watch their stories, see what it looks like behind the scenes and connect with somebody and try to get somebody to bring you on as a mentee. I love that. 
how would you say we could find authentic? Like, what are we looking for? So if you're looking on Instagram and you, you just search for like Boston realtor, this is actually how I find realtors to send referrals to. Okay. So if I have a client that's moving to Boston, I go to Instagram and I search Boston realtor, or Boston real estate agent, and a list of people will come up. The ones that are using social media the most are going to be at the top. So they'll probably start there. Mm-hmm. And you'll click on their profile and just scroll through their feed to see like, is it all just listed and just sold? Is that it? Like, uh, is it all just about business? Uh-huh. Or are they incorporating their life into their feed as well? Like the picture on my Instagram from yesterday is a picture of me and my niece. Right. It has nothing to do with real estate. So you're getting a sense of who they are as a person showing up on social media. That is authenticity where in my stories, if you watch my real estate stories today, I'm talking about the false eyelashes I got. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's real. Yep. No, No. just People want to know you. Right? They just want to know you. They're working with you because they want to know you. Exactly. And you have to show up as who you are. And you will attract people who like who you are rather than people that you don't want to work with because you don't like them. Right. So it's the best way to filter clients. But to answer your question, so you're going to look for people who are showing up authentically and you're going to get a sense for who they are and how they do business. And that's how you can find people to connect with, to learn about an industry. Or, you know, if you're looking into real estate, you're going to see how they're doing the things they're doing and how they're showing up. And you can ask them to spend time with you. I probably do one Zoom a week with a realtor from another market that just wants to pick my brain. That's so cool. So there's this one realtor that I keep seeing, and I'm sure you've probably seen, and she keeps doing all these like reels and Mm -hmm. TikToks and stuff. Yeah. How do we feel about that? Is that cool? As long as they're positive. So the trend that I've been noticing in real estate reels is a lot of negativity. I agree. And yeah, it's not good for the industry. It's a tough market out there. Yeah. And the last thing we need to be broadcasting it every day is you're going to fail. It's hard. You're going to fail. It's too hard. Don't try. Yeah. Right. We need to be saying, I have a process that works. Look at my wins. I'm working hard to win for my clients. This is how I'm winning. You know, like yeah. there's there's a message to say you can do it with reels and still have them be funny. There are some realtors doing good positive reels. And then there are some that I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, that's what I was kind of, I was like, you can see that that is their authentic self, highly likely. But like, mm-hmm. is it the authentic self that we want to align with if it's a yes. negative realm? Right. I don't want to, I don't know about others, but I mean, I just feel like if you're working with someone that's positive versus bringing in some negativity, you're going to have a much better experience. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh my gosh, Cammie. It's been so fun to talk to you. Thank you. 